Hello, everyone. Before we get started, if you liked our Masks actual play content, or the Mask system in general, you should check out the fan favorite, a Masks RPG theme. It includes 56 pages of fan-created articles, playbooks, modules, and art, including content created by some of the cast members here at Listen to These Nerds, including a group shot of the Ragtag Team. The fan favorite is currently on Kickstarter. You can find the link in the description. Welcome to Listen to These Nerds. This is our uh, one-year anniversary podcast, and because of that, I have, because of the, the, the my foolish, foolish friends have allowed me to, I will what? be running Dungeons and Dragons! What? Truly, these are dark times for Listen to These Nerds. <laughs> you see, my friends, while everyone else hates D&D... &D, <laughs> Is okay. indifferent about D and D. You're right. I hate D and D. I have always been a proponent of it, but um, and as a result, uh, in their infinite uh, compassion, my friends have allowed me to uh, play this game and run this game. Um, we will be doing a simple one shot in, in a session I have named um, the Librarium Search for what? the for the Lost what? Text. What? Roll for a Dewey Decimal System. <laughs> I told you, I don't do Dewey. <laughs> I know, I know of your opinions about the Dewey Decimal System, Ben. Look, there has to be a, a game run, you know, what, uh, for for each of us, where one of us can be an expert and then have our knowledge completely made irrelevant by the setting. <laughs> Pretty much. So, um, I'm Joey, okay, okay. I'm your DM. You're trying. Uh, on my left is me, library expert, Yvette. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also an archival expert, too, which is something else. <laughs> but I don't think that's going to come up in their games. You will be surprised. Oh, wait, I'm supposed to say my character. <laughs> um, so I'm playing a pre-made that Joey just printed off. Um, my character is a monk named Ithiel. Hmm. I'm John. I'm uh, playing a halfling rogue named Tweak Doorsbane the Fort. <laughs> Does he not like doors? Or do doors not like him? Yes. Uh... <laughs> Either or. We'll find out. Mm. I made a shrugging motion that you can't see because you're listening and not watching us. My name's For now. <laughs> what? We're not watching these nerds. We're listening to these nerds. Seems exactly. Like a YouTube channel. Keep that in mind. That's going to be just audio. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. <laughs> My name's Chris, and I'm going to be playing the character of Samgrin Steelchain, a level 3 dwarven paladin. Uh, my name's Harry, and I will be playing Abul Fazal Al-Fazad, or Al, a uh, warlock, a dwarf warlock. <clears throat> Alright. Um, your adventuring group, while competent, has run into some hard times. Um, you, uh, your last adventure went, didn't go as planned. Um, you lost your fifth member, <laughs> the the illustrious poor Magan. She was Rip. she was unfortunately consumed by a, a uh, dire bear. Mm. Um, In the Arctic. It, yes, an Arctic dire bear. 
Um, <clears throat> and as a result, um, you are now down a party member and uh, a little bit uh, hard done by. Um, however, um, your previous exploits were have been heard about uh, when you saved the tiny, tiny town of Goldshire from the goblin invasion, and when you um, Goldshire. So yeah. <laughs> Um, and when you in, uh, stopped the um, <clears throat> Dread Necromancer, um, Delador, from um, resurrecting the uh, Pet Cemetery um, and marching on the capital with his army of undead cats. The problem with that is every time you raise a pet cemetery, they come back wrong. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. um, Alright, um, and due to these previous exploits, um, you were sent a letter. Um, on incredibly fine uh, stationery from the kingdom of Librarium. Hmm. Um, aptly named as it is a city um, based around books and stories. Um, anyone can roll me a knowledge history to get more information right. on it. I'll give it a shot, but I'm not trained in it. Does anybody? If you're not trained in it, you can roll, you can roll raw intelligence. Or... Okay, I'll roll raw intelligence, see how that goes. Wow, nat 20. No, oh, uh, 5. I do have history, but I don't know what to roll for that. Uh, so, uh, roll a d20 and reduce the result by 1. Oh, it's 1? <laughs> <laughs> a 0. A 0. Ah, yes, library expert effect. <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know nothing about this I don't this even city. know what a book is. I'm just good at slapping people. <laughs> um, your paladin informs you that Librarium uh, was built on, initially built on a, um, <clears throat> a rich area rich in resources that uh, eventually were consumed, um, and now it is the uh, main distributor of parchment and literature for the entire continent. Um... So yeah, a lot of bookworms tend to take up residence around the area. Ah, wonderful! I may use this parchment to pass on the message of the Great Salon. Ah, uh, yeah, you, you, you do that. <laughs> um, <clears throat> the, uh, the parchment uh, indicates that, the, uh, that you have been summoned uh, for an audience with um, uh, the Grand Author. Um, <laughs> The grand author, as your as your natural twenty tells you, um, is currently the uh, not only the de facto leader of Librarium, but also um, the most well known author in the uh, in on the continent. Uh, his long epic tales of heroism and bravery in the face of overwhelming odds have inspired a generation of adventurers. In fact, some of you may even have decided to take up the mantle uh, as a result of his writings. Um, and yeah, he has summoned you directly. Um, you find yourselves at the gates of Librarium. Um, the city is a bustling um, metropolis of um, that smells of um, new books and old. Um, you pat as you walk across down the streets, you are met with um, <clears throat> what looks like um, bookcases everywhere. Uh, street corners are crammed with what look like the manuscripts of failed uh, authors and uh, random uh, trashy 
novels of various types. Hmm. Um, additionally, um, you see what seems to be these angry-looking um, birds that seem to swoop down once in a while and uh, collect and uh, consume uh, paper left out in the street. Um, they, they, you, uh, a local informs you that these are known as rippers, um, and they were a experiment gone bad where a wizard attempted to create something to dispose of paper, but it, it escaped, uh, asexually reproduced, and now they are a known issue in the city of where uh, un- too many unattended books will be consumed by them. Mm. That's Oof. partially why all these books are left out. Um, you uh, come to the city square, which you were told to meet your escort, um, and you see um, a group of knights clad in brown leather uh, armor, carrying spears, and um, wearing well-polished helmets uh, walk up to you. Um, the they are, you notice one of them, uh, who is wearing a scarlet cape. Um, she seems to have a air of authority about her, um, and as she approaches, she recognizes you, um, and walks up. Uh, I'm assuming these people have, like, some sort of sigil or seal that is similar to the letter we got before? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they, you, you recognize them as city guards. Yeah. Um, you've walked by more than a couple of them. Yeah, so... Uh, Al will step up and say, Salutations! I believe that you are the people that we have come predestined to meet. Uh, yes. Um, I am Vellum, uh, and I am the uh, head of the Great Author's Guard. I've come to uh, receive you and ask that you come with me. Wonderful! Please! Um, she escorts you through the city square, um, past the uh, marketplace um, and through the winding streets until you come uh, across the uh, what you are able to tell is the upper crust uh, rich people district uh, the nobility uh, in this area there is there are significantly less books uh, lining the streets it seems much more well kept um, you see rippers circling above but they seem hesitant there's likely some method by which they are uh, kept off. Hmm. Um, you see uh, individuals at rich, ritzy looking cafes, everyone's reading things, or occasionally you'll see a, uh, a man or woman walking around with a notebook, jotting down what seems to be notes. Um, and eventually, uh, you come up to what looks like a mix between a grand cathedral and a library. Hmm. Um, the very Victorian in its uh, design. It, uh, <clears throat> upon entering, the smell of uh, parchment of an aged variety uh, fills your nostrils. There seems to be people bustling around, but the uh, but Vellum leads you uh, up the stairs into a what seems to be a uh, receiving area mm. with a throne. Um, there is a aged man. With a long beard. Uh, it seems to be that there are multiple panels on his throne in which there are um, parchments, uh, all with all with their own individual um, incredibly uh, expensive looking quills and ink wells. Um, 
And as you enter, you see he is writing with both hands um, on individual pieces of parchment and stops as you uh, come into the room. Uh, <clears throat> Salutations! Um, he pauses and looks at you for a moment. Um, Vellum introduces you. Um, these, uh, your, your Majesty, these were the uh, adventurers that you requested. Um, I, I, my apologies, I, I don't know you by name. If you could introduce yourselves. Hmm. And she, in that case, and she bows to the man. Alright. So, uh, he, uh, so Al will step forward and Having already flourished, he will now do a second, larger flourish as he introduces himself. I am Abul Fazal Al-Hazar, emissary of the Great Salad, at your service, Your Majesty. And bows very pronouncedly. Samgren Steelchin, from the Order of the Wonder Enhancer. Tweetdorf Bing, uh, from around. Hey, Vinny, I didn't know you were in this game, too. <laughs> You're not the only person who gets to use that accent, Harry. Uh, you're not the only Vinny. Vinny is with all of us. <laughs> There's a little bit of Vinny in everybody. Uh, and I am Ithiel, the hermit. <laughs> I say not doing any flourishes. Okay. Well, I'm happy you've given up your hermit ways to come out all the way here. Don't be so sure. <laughs> I say I remember. <laughs> I mean silence. <laughs> Welcome to Librarium, adventurers. I have for you but one simple task. I am not one to mince words, <laughs> but... <laughs> I just nudge you a little bit. What? He made a joke. What? <laughs> oh, right, librarians. <laughs> yeah, the Val, like, has the shush. Um... <clears throat> my the manuscript for my latest novel has been stolen. I wish for you to simply recover it. Um, if it were to be released publicly before its completion, there could be pandemonium in the streets. I see. Well. I uh, Your Honor, if I might ask, do you have any idea who might have stolen this uh, manuscript of yours? Vellum uh, steps up. Our guards um, saw a, 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 gr- a green-clad figure disappearing off the ground late last night. Hmm. Uh... Oh, sorry, not late last night. Um, several weeks ago, <laughs> because it took you guys a while to get here. Yes. Uh... Um, several weeks ago. Um, we think it may be one of the determiners. Determiners. Um, they are a gang of sorts um, with a penchant for um, stealing literature, or well, stories. Huh. Well, uh, they operate in the area. Yes, they operate exclusively in librarian. Oh, I see. Well, that. Uh- that might be as good a place as I need to start. Uh, they dress in these green robes you mentioned? It is no, they, that is their color of choice, but we were not able to ascertain their identity, so. Mm. 
Do they have any symbols they use to communicate? Perhaps a sort of thieves script or anything that you have noticed? I would not know. I do not traffic in such circles, but um, in my attempts to apprehend them, I have not come across anything of the sort. Hmm. Interesting. And he starts smoking an imaginary pipe. Um, the, the king pipes up. Or the great author. <clears throat> well, if anything you could do to help would be appreciated, and of course, if you were able to return it to me, I would reward you greatly. Hmm. Well, alright then. So, um, we will do our best to find the uh, thieves in, behind the theft of your manuscript, and we'll return it to you upon short notice. Ah, I could ask of nothing less. Okay, so I guess we'll head out at that point, unless anyone has any questions to ask. Yeah. So, uh, how exactly did you have this thing uh, protected? Vellum will t- tell you the details. I uh, am not. Uh, I was a little absorbed in my work. So, yeah, Tweak uh, turns to Vellum. Alright, uh, and with that, she kind of ushers you out of the room. Does a bow to the king before she leaves. Um, as you're en- exiting the room and she's walking you out, um, <clears throat> it was an incredibly secure room, but, um, well, we do think that there might have been, what, some inside, um, information that was leaked out. Um, you see, we transport the manuscripts um, from the, the, the great author to a secure location, and we believe that someone knew of this and stole it in transit. Hmm. Um, You're suggesting that somebody inside of your own order was might have been responsible for the leakage of information. I did not wish to say such in front of his majesty, but yes, I believe either someone within the castle has done it, or someone with a great deal or access to information and able to obtain it has done this. Hmm. Well, uh, I'm going to roll in. Being moved, who was doing the moving? That would be um, one of the squires. Um, you, you may discuss with him if you wish. I'm going to roll insight on her. Okay, that's ten altogether. You can't really get a feel yeah, for it. Figured. Okay. Huh. Is there anyone in the castle that has particular grudges? Uh, unsatisfied workers, perhaps. No. Um, many of us have come to work here uh, uh, just to bask within the ma- Majesty's uh, creative brilliance. You see, um, this city is of, of literature, and all of us live and breathe stories. And you, as you may have noticed. Uh, as those about, uh, everyone here is looking for their own grand story to write, Hmm. whether it be biographical or fictional. Makes sense. Alright, well, uh, I think that's about everything you can ask. One more thing. What is the name of this squire who was moving the manuscript at the time? Oh, that would be uh, Davos. Um, Do you know where he is now? Like, he doesn't have a pipe. He's just pretending to smoke. Just sucking. Yes. Yeah, I've gotten used to it at this point. Like, it's just something he does. I like, 
I, like, he also has the ability to telepathically communicate with anyone in 30 feet, so you have been yelled inside your own mind at some point. Hal's hmm. a bit of a character. Alright, well, um, I will have uh, one of my men um, find this. Find Davos and bring him to you. Um, if you'll just wait in this receiving room. So, she brings you to a receiving room. Um, and shortly thereafter, a young man who seems very... Where he's wearing the same armor, although as as the others, although it seems a little too big for him, he's uh, very looks to be stressed, and he's uh, sweating. You can see visibly as he enters the room. And... <laughs> Hello, ah, Davos, my friend. Please sit down. Is there anything I can get you? A drink, perhaps? Um, no, I'm I'm all right. Ah, well then, I assure you, this is in no matter a way of your own fault. We just simply have a couple of questions, and then I use my telepathic communication to speak into his own mind. Tell me where the manuscript is. Meanwhile, I got rolled a 21 to pick his pocket. Okay. Uh, that is a 14... 16. 16? 16. 16. Okay, uh, you, you definitely startled, and you were able to, like, grab something out of his pocket. Um, Anything incriminating? Uh, nope. Uh, you find, like, a couple gold pieces and, uh, what looks like a, uh, scribbled drawing of a cat. Okay, uh, I will, uh... This is graphic novel. <clears throat> I will just drop it inconspicuously in, like, the couch cushions. Okay. You get five, you gold, you get five gold pieces. I don't care about that. Okay. He drops those in the couch too, okay. like a jerk. <laughs> yeah. You see, he's actually inside the couch. Yeah. All halflings are capable of this feat. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Uh, oh! Like as, as, as you startle him, like, what? What? Huh? What is the matter? Davos, my friend, you look as though you've seen a ghost. Oh, sorry, it's been a rough couple of weeks. Oh, very understandable. I mean, this manuscript going missing and everything else. Um, I'm sure that you want to see it return just as much as anyone else did. Yes, so much so, yes. Yes, well, is there anything you can tell us that could possibly help us catch those responsible then? Well, um, well, I was, it was my first time doing this transit, and, um, you know, I might have told a couple people about it, but, you know, I mean, oh, oh, but don't. Uh, it was... It might... You can roll inside. Twenty. Not a nat twenty, but eighteen plus two. Alright, yeah, he definitely blabbed about this to multiple people. Now, please, we are only here in your best interest. Telepathic communication. TELL US! Uh, okay, roll intimidate again. That is nineteen. Alright, uh, so he, like, physically, or, like, curls up for a second. <laughs> What's the matter? Oh, I don't know. It's just my guilt. <laughs> <laughs> Lawful evil. Well, they said... I'm so sorry. Your majesty, forgive me. Now, Davos, I start patting on the shoulder. There's an easy way to get rid of guilt. All you have to do is tell us who you told about the manuscript. Well, I told my mom and my 
Well, she always tells her friends, and you know, I told um, Vanessa down at the bar. Vanessa? Who's that? Well, you know, Vanessa's my, uh, she, well, pretty much. <laughs> I tell her stuff, but she doesn't even like me! Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm starting to feel sorry for this guy, like... <laughs> this poor bastard just came into this room, the dwarf's torturing him. Yeah, uh, oh, okay, so, alright, anybody else that you can think of? Well, you know, my boys, Jackie, Johnny, Jimmy, Jingleheimer Schmidt, <laughs> Johan. Johan, okay, well, um, alright, and where do they work? Well, you know, uh, it, it gives you a, uh, they all, they seem to all work down at the, uh, down in the artist's district, very, various, like, one of them's a smith, one of them's a, yeah, uh, basket weaver. Yep, so, so I'm just making a mental list of the four J's. Um, alright, uh, anybody else? Anybody? Well, I'm, uh, mm-hmm. uh, you're rolling safe. Mm-hmm. Uh, twelve. Um, he's hiding something, but you can't tell what. 18? He did something that he doesn't remember. Ooh. Interesting. You know, my friend, they say that sometimes guilt is a representation of something deep in your mind that you forgot, so... And my my grip just gently starts to tighten ever so slightly. Is there anything you can remember? Uh, Anything at all. Roll Intimidate. See Daisy? Uh, 16. Uh, I don't... I... I'm... When I found out I had gotten the... When I had found out I had gotten the the, the... the job, I might have partied a little harder than I should have, and I don't remember if I told anyone else, but when I... did you party? It was over at the second snail. The second snail, I see. Well, was that second or sickened? Sickened, like ill? I uh, see. Uh, out of character question, Joey, since this is something the DM kind of rules, since I have detect thoughts as a spell, uh, would that be able, like, if I was to go deep enough, be able to find, like, subconscious memory? Like, uh, the, no, okay. definitely not. Only, right. only surface stuff. Alright, just figured I'd ask. Yep. Oh, oh my friend, you have been through quite a bit. Please. Relax, please. Let your burdens be eased, knowing that we will help you recover this. And perhaps for the next time, try not to tell so many people about this golden missing, and it probably won't happen again. Oh, it won't, I promise. What thing? Does this Vanessa work at the Sickened Snail? Well, yeah, she's there often, but she actually works in the market. Hmm, I see. Well, thank you for your... If there is anything else that you feel the need to tell us, please let us know, and we will be happy to help you. And I telepathically communicate, we will be watching you. (laughs) Alright, yeah, he's just like... he's. He barely hears that thing you said. <laughs> the first thing, not the mind one. And yeah. He's like, oh, well, I better get back to work. Huh. Oh, like, hey, did somebody drop a cat picture in five gold? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> He picks it up and hides it and runs. Dad's out of the room. 
any longer, and I thought you were going to make him piss himself. Well, that was the idea, yes. One can only know worship to the great Salaf if one is broken of all will. By pissing himself. Yes! How better to break one's will than to willingly disregard the social stigmas that are associated with pissing oneself? <laughs> right, well, remind me never to piss you off, Al. Ah, yes, quite. So, looks like we've got a few people to talk to. Uh, okay, so who should we go uh, talk to first, do you think? I think we should go to Bar first. Yes, mm. Bar works well. Alright, so we're going to go to the Sickened Snail. Alright, so the Sickened Snail is in the uh, rougher parts of town near the market. Um, as you enter, uh, the smell of sweat and alcohol uh, prevail. And snail slime? Mm. No snails, actually. <laughs> Surprisingly, no snails. That's bad. Great. Yeah. Uh, You do see, however, there is a jar full of snails with with a cork stopper on the bar. Mm. Um, Are they alive or dead? Seem to be alive. Ooh. Um, And in addition, you see various uh, ruffians um, and average people sitting about. Um, Make everyone can make a perception check. Of 17. Perception of. What is that? Wisdom? Uh, 22. 9. Alright. Um, your rogue is able to uh, look about and see that in the corner um, there are three gentlemen uh, wearing scarves who have. It's essentially a round table with a man without a green scarf sitting in the corner. Um, and three men with green scarves sitting kind of like one on either side and one across, Mm. uh, almost pinning the guy in. Um, And you notice uh, with your exceptional perception that the guy in the back um, seems to be like speaking and the other ones are writing things down. Okay. Um... Give me one second, because I think I can figure out what they're talking about. Uh, tech thoughts. When you cast spell, Okay, so uh, Al is going to post up sort of around the corner, sort of out of sight, and uh, he is going to cast Detect Thoughts. He's going to use one of his spell slots, and uh, basically I'm going to sort of peer into the mind of one of the guys writing things down and read the surface thoughts, which is probably what he's trying to write down. Mm, okay. Uh, so, uh, do they get a save? Uh, only if I probe deep. So... Okay. So, surface, with surface thoughts you get, and then he, well, then he fought in the war, two battalions, the best friend died, best friend died left, Locket. Locket was mother. Spoke to mother. Looks like they're taking notes about someone's life. Interesting. It seems that they are attempting some sort of biography of the man, probably the man in question. Alright, hmm. I'm gonna go up to them. Alright. And uh, so I. I are, are you going to stealth up to them or are you just gonna walk up? I'm gonna walk up to them. Alright. And uh, because I have these can't. Mm-hmm. I can pass along messages to other mm-hmm. BB types. Hey, the thing I was talking about. <laughs> yeah. You don't talk about these scans. 
Ah. First rule of thieves can't. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I, I go up and I ask about that. I, I'm in the in the business of uh, buying and selling torches. You know, torches that get real warm. Use them to warm your house. Really hot torches. You know what I'm saying? I was wondering if any of you gentlemen were looking to buy or sell some hot torches. I'm looking for stolen goods. Stolen goods. Yeah. Um, you get the when the three of them turn towards you and look at you, they kind you get the idea that they are. They all give you kind of a, a, a derisive look and say, "We don't know nothing about no torches." If you want to buy a torch, go to the market. Um, make a perception check. Okay. Uh, Ooh. 23. With 23, you see um, that below the table, the, the, three, the, the uh, three men are aligned in that way I was saying, one on either side and then one directly across. Um, it seems, and th- they also have, each have quills and parchment and they seem to be writing stuff down. But you notice the men on either side of the guy have daggers that are that are just held to his midsection. Mm-hmm. And the guy, and now that you're so close, you can tell the guy is visibly uncomfortable, with likely due to the aforementioned daggers. They're literally extorting the story. Yeah. Oh, that's real interesting. No, I'm in the other. I'm in another kind of market too. I I happen to know uh, some. Good pigs, very rich, very uh, long-lived pigs that might be uh, interesting to you, gentlemen. Make a persuasion check. So, what are you saying in thieves' camp? With uh, I know the, a very a lot of cops that would love to put your asses down. I thought you were saying that you know people who have a long life that is interesting. Yeah. Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. Uh, shit, I'm not actually good at this. Ten. Uh huh. Yeah, you look real. You look like you know a lot of interesting people. They turn back. Okay, I'm going to uh, I'm going to give a signal to Al to. Oh, all right. So then, telepathically, into one of their minds, they say, "Oh, gentlemen, you seem to misunderstand, my friend. You see, the interesting thing is not who he knows, but what he knows. For I am no ordinary man. I sit smoking my imaginary pot." <laughs> You see the the, person, the guy like stands like uh, up like kind of jolts upright for a second, and then just like clenches both of his fists and like he, he moves forward and whispers to the other two guys, and then stands up, and then walks over to you, and just slams his hand on the table. What do you want? I want many things. I wish for people to submit to the great will of the great Saran. But for now, my desires are mortal. I desire information, as all good green skins do. Green skins? No clothes. You're not from around here, are you, buddy? <laughs> and he says, wearing this, like, garishly collected thing of robes, ha 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 ha! What was the first clue? God, if you, what? If you fucking idiot. If you people weren't so interesting. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys. Uh, give give the man a rain check. Uh, 
and the the, the uh, you see one of the the guys uh, just like one of the guys leans over and just like looks like he takes something out of the guy's pocket who's sitting in the corner, um, and then they kind of like the two guys like walk pick him up kind of and like walk out of the room with him. Like like a uh, pontine style? Not not really. They kind of like they both have their arms over shoulder like they're friends. And oh, they walk I see. Out. And then you wait a couple minutes, and then they walk back in. And then they, they come back to their main guy. Alright. I'll make a deal. Yes. <sighs> Go talk to the person that clocked me. <laughs> <laughs> you like, looks down. Okay. Fine. Back alley. Alright. Alright. So you go out to the back alley. Yeah. Okay. I create a bonfire so that we have optimal mood lighting. So you just light a barrel on fire? No, I have a spell. A just a li- I have a spell that just creates a bonfire. Yeah. They're slightly confused. <laughs> and the main guy crosses his arms. Okay, what do you want? Alright. Don't waste my time. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. So, from what I've heard, there's a hot manuscript got a pinch. I've got this one and this one. Different religions travel together. He's a psycho. He's so super straight-laced. Great story, right? All I want, not even original. Copies. Just copies. What manuscript are you talking about? The manuscript. Come on. Roll insight. Come on. Come on. Nope. Eleven. Uh, that's like... Let's see. That's wisdom. That's seventeen. You can't tell if he knows whether or not, but he definitely doesn't seem to be wanting to show it. Um, look, uh, you're, uh... Friend's story sounds okay, maybe a little cliche, you know, but I could make like a, a hot dollar off it, maybe. So, uh, what do you say? We, uh, you come back to my place, we, uh, set out some parchment, we, uh, have you two maybe, uh, tell us a couple of sob stories, and we could, uh, you come away with some nice profit, and he does a little, like, Ring mm. like fingers, like gold pieces. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it. Ooh, that. Hmm. I I'm fine with that. I mean, I'm. I'm getting the bet. I was hoping to, you know, maybe move some product, but I mean, if if that's all you can offer me, I I'm I'm fine with that. I'm coming out ahead. It didn't huh. cost me nothing. Besides, a little bit of cash goes a long way these days. Might as well. Don't want to talk to this one though. Dead, boring. <laughs> Who are you motioning at? Uh, Yvette's character. Uh, I'm standing in the shadows of the alley. <laughs> I don't like talking to people! <laughs> no, no, I'm keeping a lookout. It's important. Uh, roll perception, Yvette. Oh. I am really keeping a lookout. Ten. You don't see anything. I'm not keeping a very good lookout. Alright, uh, he's like, well, um, if you're willing to make a deal, then come with me. Alright, I snuff out the bonfire and we head off. Alright. Um, with that, you turn the corner and he starts leading you through the back alleys of, uh, of the librarium. Okay. Um, 
So, uh, anyone can roll me survival or history. Survival? Ooh, I'll do yeah, that. Actually, I do have survival. Nice. I'm going to roll history. 13 on survival. Not one on history. <laughs> no Eight. Uh, that is 16 for survival. Okay. Uh, Yvette and Harry, between the two of you, you really- Survive. <laughs> survive. You're you're losing. You have a gen. You're you're starting to lose track of where where you came from, but you think you can make it back. Okay. Um, assuming it stays yeah. bright out. I um, how long do prestigitation like things last for? They're not long, are they? No, they're minor tricks. They're minor tricks. Well, I was thinking of basically just like making marks on buildings. Basically, I mean, you can make marks. Okay. Fine. Yeah. So I use prestigitation basically as like once I start realizing, okay. We're starting to get it turned around. I start marking the buildings so that I can find a way back if we had to leave. Are you going to try to do this stealthily? Um, Prestigitation has verbal and somatic bonus, doesn't it? It does, yes. Oh, uh, I know how I can disguise it. So... I do the... So, no, there's no thing for, like, stealthy spellcasting, is there? Uh, it would be just, like, stealth. Mm. I'm not very good at. Could I instead attempt to like disguise it as like a song or something like that, like start singing something and like get based a, as a bluff? So what are we what are we trying to do right now? Harry's trying to make sure that you can get back to where you were. So like from the alleyway back into the pub. So they're leading you down like oh. a yeah, bunch they're of basically alleys. leading oh. us down a maze. Um, let's see. Uh, you could try doing that. I could try doing something too. To, if no. we're just scratching marks on the wall. Yeah, I mean, like we could both do that. I've got like a dagger or something like that that I could just chip stuff off for. Mm. So yeah, do you have stealth? Yeah. So anyone can use stealth to leave marks if you want. Okay. Uh, stealth and sleight of hand. Okay. Yeah, stealth and sleight of hand works. Please. You got a natural one <laughs> on stealth. Uh, yeah. Uh, 22. Okay. You're supposed to be good at stealth! So, Yvette, you're doing a really good job. Um, and then, uh... I'm just trailing a dagger along the wall. <laughs> yeah, and then, and then, he, like, stops and he turns to... Stop that. Fine, That's fine. annoying. Fine. Alright, we're here. And, uh, you enter out into what looks like the, uh... A small like entrance area to like a set of buildings. Mm-hmm. Um, you're in kind of like the square, the little tiny square of this uh, place. Um, there seems to be about two floors to these uh, ramshackle buildings, um, and you see various people uh, milling about. Um, guy says, uh, "Just uh, come over here." Um, uh, as you walk by, you notice more people with the scarves, oh, wearing like scarves, or a couple people wearing with cloaks. Alright, so uh, let's head inside then, while keeping a hand near the hilts of our weapons. Oh yes, I have prepared to Eldritch Blast some motherfuckers. <laughs> Alright, um, you are brought into an area that smells of uh, tobacco um, and uh, dried ink. Um, there is a motley sort of desk um, and a set of chairs. 
Mm. All right. Um, what sort of exits we got in this? <laughs> pretty much the only way out is the way you came in. Okay. Is this like Presumably, a... that's going to be blocked by these. Yeah. Uh, is this like a, a building or just like a covered alleyway that runs to? Essentially, it, it is actually it is okay. actually a building. Okay. Yeah. Um, and you're in this guy's quote-unquote office. Hmm. Um, alright. And, uh, he sits down at the desk and he says, uh, take a seat. Uh, I'll take a seat. I'll also take a seat. Alright. I will also pull out my veal. Your veal? My veal. You know, like a small violin. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. Alright, does, does everybody sit down? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, don't, I don't have a flute, mm-hmm. but I'm good at playing the flute. Just yeah. Here. Uh, I'll stand behind the rest of the Okay. Very, like, stoically with yeah, your arms yeah. crossed? Okay. Yeah. With my hood. Mysterious. Alright, so our uh, general rate is, um, you know, uh, uh, 50 gold per tail. If your tail's extra sad, you get a bonus. Here, here's our installment plan. He, like, hands you a uh, thing. Uh, I uh, love organized crime. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll just look that out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you, the thing is, you don't really know how much a story is worth. Like, you know how much money you can make off of it? You could roll, like... What is the going rate on Amazon? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you could roll, like, intelligence. We see their, like, latest fucking thing, how I got pounded in the butt by the concept of time. Or investigation, maybe? By the... Oh, shit, I'm actually super good at investigation. Yeah, so mm-hmm. roll investigation, maybe. Uh, okay, so that's, uh, 25. Jesus! <laughs> I get double for Alright, so you look Went straight to book list. So you so you look around So you look around generally, you kind of remember the cost of books you saw before. You realize these rates aren't actually that aren't really amazing. In fact, the amount they probably make off of these books was is probably pretty negligible. This is essentially selling your life story for like less than hundred gold. Yeah. But the thing is, like, I don't actually care about these guys' life stories. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, you know that. But you want the money, and this doesn't get you the amount of money you get. Yeah, this is, you, you know that, that your life story is probably not worth that much. I mean, your life story is worth a lot more than that. What about your life? Yeah, I'm not selling my life story. I'm selling their, selling their life story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Alright. Yeah, no, 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 I'm, I'm good with that. Does uh, this uh, look good to you? Yeah, no, 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 this, this looks fine. I, I wait, like, I sit with my viol in hand, and I just sort of wait for the confirmation from him. What are you going to do? Blind them with your music? No, I'm going to tell a tale. And what is a tale without music? Alright, so okay, you, you see him, like, write down a note when you say that? <laughs> Let me tell you a story. And I tell the stand, uh, Al tells the story of his life, basically. Right. You see uh, two more guys come in, uh, also with notepads, and they all begin, like, writing. And... Writing based on what you say. Alright. So yeah, so like, with the veal sort of accompanying several music, Al basically tells the story about how he started off as a prince in a faraway land, but grew disillusioned with a life of privilege, and instead sought out deeper and more forbidden knowledge. He eventually managed to get his hands on a tome, ancient in number and almost impossible to decipher. But there was rumors of a temple far to the east that managed to maintain these things. Al went to this temple in an attempt to decipher this tome to find what secrets it gave. And oh, what secrets it gave. Terrible things. Things man was not meant to know. 
He knew of his significance. Now in the cosmos he is but of dust in the blink of an eye. And as such he became an emissary to the great Saran. Many have died in order to appease him. In order to bring about his undoing. This is inevitable. It will not be stopped. But until then, I am free to enjoy myself as I wish. Such as in regaling tall tale, my tale to strangers such as you. It will dry. Well, do. Alright. What about you, uh, Stout? Well, <sighs> nothing quite as fancy as what he's told, but it is a story all the same, so I suppose I might as well tell it. So I'm going to tell him about how, essentially, there was once a young boy who was born to, well, a pair of dwarven lowlifes and stuff who grew up essentially in one of the rougher neighborhoods in one of the dwarven capitals before eventually he ran away from home and was taken in as a squire by a traveling paladin. The paladin was a member of the Order of the Wandering Hand, a group of essentially vigilante paladins who operate outside of most traditional orders. So essentially they do not follow the same laws as men, they act purely for the sake of good. Essentially a group of chaotic good paladins. Okay. And so, essentially, I tell him about how, you know, uh, my time starting out as a trainee, so to speak, about my naivete at how some of the evils of the world works and how I was forced to confront these head-on before... You notice him start giving you the, like... <laughs> he does the play it off thing. He, he starts giving you the, like, okay, okay, Rick, come on, come on, come on. Okay. Wrap it up, wrap it up, wrap it up. All right, up. and I talk about how I fought against a bandit leader in single combat and won by decapitating him with his own axe. Mm, he's, like, nodding at it. He's like, mm, okay, okay. It's like, the, could you be a bit more descriptive about the decapitation? Was it, like, all one swing, or...? Uh, it took several hacks, but by the mm, end, there was blood hacks. spraying everywhere. Several hacks, mm, like that. Okay, mm. okay. This is, like, nodding. Yeah, yeah, okay, so while they've been telling the story, I, I've been kind of, like, looking around the room, like, basically seeing if I can find anything suspicious looking. I got a... 21 for my investigation roll. 21. Um, you notice uh, there are... Um, <clears throat> so you actually look down at your chair um, and you notice that there is dried blood on it. Ah, they're going to stab you in the crotch. Um, in addition, um, you notice that there is more than one escape in this Ooh. room. Um, there, it looks like there are like secret hatches that allow people to go in and out of this room. Um, and you're just eyeing it, and you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, they're doing the old, you know, like, carpet on the wall trick over there. And that one, that floor, that's not actually, uh, that's not actually a broken chair. It's, uh, it's a mechanism, probably, of some kind. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the old thieves tricks. Yeah, so, uh, so, uh, Tweet's gonna make the, uh, scratch motion on the side of the head, which tells Al to read his thoughts. Alright. What have you found? Yeah, so, uh, so they're probably going to try and kill us right after this. I so suspect have, it as much. So they don't have to pay us. Uh, there's secret exits uh, behind the cur- behind that rug, that broken chair, the bookshelf, uh, second book on the bottom. Uh, that's actually a different place. They usually keep them about eye level. Mm. But, uh, I guess that'd be too obvious for this place. All right. So telepathically, I'm going to relay this to everybody else uh, in the group. Yeah, and so I'm pausing in my telling of my story. And then, of course, after McGon was 
by the dire pair. We had to mourn her and give her a proper funeral. But then we heard word of a job in the city, which... Did you bury the bear, though? That's the question. Mm, no. If we had buried the bear, we were afraid that it would attract other wild predators and possibly something even bigger that would again menace the townspeople nearby. So instead, we brought its body back to the village and let them decide what to do with it. Alright, alright, well... Uh, thank you for your help. I'm, uh, just gonna say... Pretty, pretty, not bad. Not bad. You know, both of you, not bad. Uh, again, thank you, and I'm, uh, sorry for, uh, this, then, uh, and oh, ev- everyone, oh. everyone in the room, uh, everyone, sorry, everyone sitting on a chair. Oh, no. Uh, oh. Motherfuck. I'm making a dexterity saving throw. My worst stat. My worst stat. Four. Seven. Uh, what's that? Three? Uh, eleven. Alright, um, you are all, um, <clears throat> you all feel a pull as the chair, um, uh, as, uh, straps pop out of the chair, um, and restrict your arms and legs. Um, Yvette, you are free, um, oh. and you notice that, uh, there are people rushing in behind you. The guy sitting at the desk says, Look, look, they'll, they'll, you're gonna struggle. I know we all struggle. We're not gonna kill you. But we are gonna make sure you, uh, that we have, uh, how should I say this, uh, soul rights to this story. And you notice that the two guys beside him, um, you didn't, they weren't looking at them before because they were kind of in the background. Uh, but looking at them, um, as they smile at you, uh, they are missing their tongues, of ah, course. Ah, yes. Yeah. Then we can't tell anybody else about our own stories. Hello, everyone, and thank you for listening to my Dungeon Tale. To find more of our episodes, you can go to Tumblr at listentothesenerds.tumblr.com or on Twitter at LTTNCast. All our music is sourced from Incompetech.com and is licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. You can email us at listen to these nerds at gmail.com. Farewell.